Welcome to the Guardian Group podcast series. The Guardian Group, providing extraordinary solutions to today's exceptional problems. Hello, podcast fans. Welcome again to another installment in our Guardian podcast series. I think we're up to episode 17 now. I'm Todd Comedine, your host. Usually Rick Mraz with me, but he's on assignment today, making the world a better place with some other activities. Today, we're going to talk about outsourcing and outsourcing. First, we want to decide what outsourcing is. Outsourcing is a process where or a discipline where you send something out for a third party to either manufacture or do part of the process, you know, from a manufacturing standpoint, you know, it could be sending out something to be painted or anodized or have some conformal coating put on it. Uh, there could be inspection requirements, or like I said, you know, you might set it out to have some partial assembly. I mean, basically what outsourcing is, is anytime you basically pay somebody else to do something, you're outsourcing. Now, to break it down a little bit of, you know, at home, you know, if you have a landscaping company come in and mow your grass, you know, once a week or, or you know, what have you, you know, you're outsourcing that. I mean, can you do that? Perhaps you can go out and mow, but, you know, do you have the equipment? Do you have the time? it comes down to time as well so you know if we're going to do it ourselves, obviously let's use my example that you know we're going to do our own landscaping or line you got to buy a lawnmower you have to maintain it you have to uh buy fuel oil all that type of stuff or do you pay somebody else to come in once a week and do it you just pay them a set amount of money and they take care for take care for you so you know if you're going to do it yourself you need to know the cost of quality is what i like to say um, when deciding to outsource or keep it in house you know there's two factors involved the cost of it and your ability to do it yourself so you know do you have the ability to do it to perform the task and obviously when i used my lawnmower example you know most of us have been able to use a lot more at one time or another, but maybe, you know, maybe uh, it's somebody that has a, a physical, you know, limitation or something that they can't do those type of things. So they need to look at outsourcing. You know, what another example that I have, you know, uh, when you talk about it is this last year, I had to have some siding redone on the house. And for me, I mean, it's, can I do it? No. Do I have the expertise? No. And this is, you know, uh, a one-time type of affair where, you know, it's only done maybe once in the life of a house to be redone if necessary. Um, and do, you know, do I have the equipment to do it? No. Do I have the know-how? Like I said, no. So I look for somebody to take care of that process for me. So I outsourced it. Um, when you're talking about, can I do it myself? In a manufacturing arena, we want to look at things before you say, okay, I can do it myself. I can't delegate this. We need to look at factors involved. You know the cost of doing it yourself. A lot of times in manufacturing, it's a very large operation, and you might have multiple departments. And unless 
you really know the cost of what it is taking to do it yourself, it's really hard to make a, a real good adjust or a real good uh, decision on whether I should outsource. Let's say, you know, we talk about quality assurance and electrical tests. That's that's what we do. So if you're saying I can do electrical tests all by myself, okay. What are your costs involved with that? What is your equipment cost that you have? Do you have newer equipment? Do you have old equipment? Uh, what's your labor costs associated with it? Uh, facilities costs, you know, power requirements, air requirements, maintenance requirements, uh, MTTF and MTTR, those mean time to fail and mean time to uh, repair variables. Um, does the equipment you have support technology that we have today? You know, if you have older equipment, are you wasting time or is it taking too much time to process products through the department? So you need to know all those costs of quality before you can make a really relative adjustment or relative decision to, is it easier or more cost effective to have somebody do it for me or can I do it myself? So if you have decided all this and you're saying, uh, I don't have the expertise or my equipment's old or uh, these are certain processes that maybe I only do a certain amount of time, uh, then, you know, I got to find somebody that can maybe help me out with that. And when you think about that, you want to think about whether you're just looking for a vendor or are you looking for a partner? I mean, there is a difference. I mean, if it's a one-off type of deal, you might just say, call XYZ company, I need you to do this, how much it's going to cost. You send uh, whatever it is you need to have done to them, they take care of it and they send it back to you. But then also, if this is going to be a long-term type of solution, you want to be looking for a partner that's just not going to sell you a service or sell you a piece of equipment. You want to get involved with them and and in a partnership where they have a vested interest in your success. So, you know, looking at short and long term, does this vendor uh, partnership, is it something that integrates into your full operation, meaning integrate, do they become an integral part of it where they're going to be involved long term? You know, and I use that in the electrical test arena right now. I mean, an electrical test vendor can come in and sell you equipment and say, here you go, these are these, this will do what you want to do, and then they're gone. Or, you know, they might see you once once a year or something on maintenance contracts or, you know, sell you parts or whatever. But are they actually selling you a solution? And what you want to look at when you're talking about partnerships, uh, are they vested into what you're doing? Are they integrated? Do they want to see you succeed? And not only do they sell you a piece of equipment, they actually bring in their expertise for you to use. And, you know, that's kind of an integration outsourcing type of scenario. And another thing you want to look at when you're doing this, obviously the cost, like I said, when you first decide maybe I need to outsource, the cost of outsourcing versus the cost of doing it yourself. And what is the risk? I mean, what is the risk assessment that you're doing? Um, are they going to be 100%? Are they available 24 hours a day? If your operation is a 24-7, uh, do they have knowledgeable team members? Are they accredited with 
registration bodies may be necessary for specification if you're doing military aerospace things like that and you know are they do they have solutions i mean if they come in and sell you a piece of equipment is that just a piece of equipment or are they going to be with you this equipment can do this this is how you do it and give you insight and a lot of confidence that the decision you made is the right one and the dollars that you're spending with this vendor or partner uh, makes sense you know like i said when i was talking about outsourcing uh, from from the homeowner you know when i had my siding done uh, they came out and they did that and then after that there was you know some painting that had to be done to match some colors here and there and and trim and so forth and so you know painting was another thing can i paint sure uh, but i live in a two-story house and i'm not really too keen on climbing up on rickety ladders and stand up on the side of the house and and do this and you know what is the investment that i would have to do if i wanted to do that i don't have a ladder big enough so i gotta buy a ladder or i gotta buy scaffolding and then you know of course the paint you're gonna buy either way but you know do i invest in scaffolding and long ladders and all this for a one-time affair Cost-wise, it didn't make sense at all. So what did I do? Of course, I talked to some vendors out there and I outsourced because I don't do painting every day and I don't need all this equipment. And so it was most cost-effective for me to do that. And that's what I, you know, I'm, I'm trying to get across when you're talking about outsourcing. Is it something that, you know, do I invest to do it myself or do I delegate it to somebody that, has the equipment perhaps, or has the expertise above and beyond what I can do. I mean, one of the the pitfalls that happens out there, and I see two camps of it out there. You have the camp that says, we can do it ourselves no matter what. It doesn't matter. And then we have the camp out there that says, well, we might be able to do it ourselves at this cost, but we don't do it all the time, or we don't have the right tools or materials. So we need to find a partner to get involved with it. And one of the pitfalls, like I say, I'm using that word quite a bit. When you have the attitude that, you know, I can do this myself no matter what, you could run into cost problems, um, especially if your equipment's older, technology has advanced um, exponentially over the years. And you might have equipment that's not up to par to make things easier to be done today or you might have equipment that you can do partial of what is required, then you have to move it to another piece of equipment or put it on a bench and do something manually because the equipment that you have doesn't perform or have the capabilities of what is available today in equipment. So it might be hard for you to invest because maybe the capital that you have is usually going to somewhere else where you're generating revenue uh, rather than investing in something like well let's use electrical tests you're investing in equipment to perform electrical tests or quality assurance but it's not really generating revenue right so the electrical test department is going to be a place where they're not going to get a lot of uh, capital dollars when you're sending it to plating lines and presses and etch equipment and all that where you're actually generating dollars being able to make higher tech product so then you got to think about, you know, the cost of, you know, because when you talk about the cost of quality, you have the time, you have cycle times. And, you know, if you're in electrical test and 
you have an older piece of equipment and your board's a, your product's a hot one, we have a quick turn time and you get into electrical test and you know final QA and all of a sudden everything stops because it takes longer, your cycle time's high and that hurts your bottom line at the end of the day. So, so you know, maybe outsourcing in a sense there makes sense, whether it be sending it out to a third party or integrating equipment and expertise. You can lower your cycle times. Uh, you have the higher technology available to get your product through. Multiple tests can be performed at one time. And uh, it could work out, you know, uh, stretching your dollars farther. So basically, in conclusion, when you know, we talked about it. We talked a little bit about what outsourcing is and breaking it down to simple terms. It's any time that you pay somebody else do something that you usually do in-house or something, you know, basically if you pay somebody else to do something, you're outsourcing, whether it's cutting the grass at home, painting the side of the house or putting siding on. Anytime you pay somebody, you're outsourcing. When we are starting to think about outsourcing, whether we're going to invest or whether we're going to delegate, we need to think about the costs involved in it. For doing it myself, first of all, what does it cost you to do it yourself? The first thing and the most important thing is understanding what does it cost you. If you don't have a handle on that, it's really hard to make a decision on whether outsourcing makes sense or doing it inside makes sense. A lot of times what we find is, yeah, we can do it inside. They have no idea what the cost is. If you are going to decide to go outside with it, you know, are you going to, you want to find a partner or, you know, it may be a vendor. It depends. But a lot of times in today's manufacturing processes, it's really good to find partnerships out there rather than just finding a vendor. A vendor can sell you something and then all of a sudden they could be gone tomorrow or they just come in and, you know, the sales guys, all keen on selling equipment, but he really doesn't have your interests in mind at the end of the day. So finding a partner, definitely investigate them, uh, find out exactly what they can do, what they can do for you. And then of course, how much is it going to cost for them to do it for you, whether it's a on-demand or maybe a total integration type possibility. Know your costs so you can compare that to doing it myself. If you're going to do it yourself, do you have the equipment? Do you have the manpower? Do you have all those costs in check? So if you decide, you know, bring it all together, you can actually, you know, a lot of times there's companies out there will actually take the entire process on for you. Not only does that, re, you know, remove the headache for you, you know, it can be total black box type theory where the, the product goes in and it comes out and you just pay something to them on a monthly or quarterly or by job, however that works. You have the security of knowing that the company is doing what you need them to do. They're accredited, they back up what they do. They're a team player for you. Uh, they go to bat for you during an audit, things like that. So all that you know, type of thing when you're looking at outsourcing, you wanna look at all that kind of uh, criteria to make the best, you know, uh, I could say decision uh, for your bottom line. And uh, with that, that's basically my conclusions drawn from outsourcing, whether you're going to invest or you're going to delegate. Um, 
there's pros and cons to both. But we find out there a lot of times when we're trying to figure out whether I should outsource or whether I should do it myself, it comes down to cost of what it really costs to do it yourself. And then again, it's what the cost is to actually outsource it. Remember, it's costly to reinvent the wheel. And sometimes the cost of having somebody do it, you know, you might say, how much is it going to cost to do that? Oh, that's way too much. But then again, if you don't know what it costs you, it's going to be very difficult for you to make that rational decision. You don't want just to have a knee-jerk reaction and say, ah, that's too much. Because is it really compared to what it would cost you to do it yourself? Remember, doing it yourself is investments in equipment, time, maintenance, personnel. All that has to come into play. What does it cost you to run that per hour, per day, per week? Um, you know, and, and and what are your quality concerns around that? Doing it on ourselves. What kind of quality matrix do we have? Do we even have one? Do we know? Are we tracking? Uh, what's our failure rates when and any um, and all that? So you got to make sure you know. But with that, uh, I'm going to wrap it up here for you on this episode 17 of the podcast series on outsourcing. And I'm Todd again. If you want to drop me a line or want to know any more about uh, what we talked about today, just drop us a line at info at guardian.com. That's info at G-A-R-D-I-E-N.com or hit our website at www.guardian.com. That's www.guardian.com. And uh, we'll look for you on our next podcast. Have a great day. We'll see you again.